Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Sport of Business Podcast. I'm your host, Gabe Fowler. In today's episode, we talk to Timon Brown of One Up Prep Academy. For part one of our talk, he talks about what he experienced growing up uh, as far as coaches and also talks about the hard truths of being a high school coach in Virginia and some of the struggles that coaches have to go through that we might necessarily not know about and some of the things that I didn't know about. So I think it's a great way to start off uh our talk with him so definitely please let me know what you think about it and stay tuned man it's always interesting so middle school my coach name was coach Harmon, and um coach Harmon was like this just he had this strong imagery right like he's a stocky guy he wasn't as tall he probably was like Five ten at the most, you know what I mean. But five ten, five eleven for a middle schooler still seemed kind of big, right? Um, so yeah, and he was stocky as on the what, right? And so Coach Harmon just had this look. He wouldn't really yell, but he'll give you this look, like man, if you don't yeah. get it together, you gonna get cut type <laughs> situation. Yeah. Um, so with him, uh, it w- it, w- it wasn't that I had a bad relationship with any of my coaches. They were they were all right, you know what I mean. They still yeah. got on a couple of people. You know, they kind of snap. You don't all. You wouldn't always know what happens in practice if you were a parent. You know what I mean? Your kid mm-hmm. might get slapped upside the helmet a few times by a coach. Right. You know what I mean? Things that you'll, you'll see them get in trouble and get fired for was still normal at this point. Right. And I'm talking about, I'm still talking about early 2000s. Like, I'm talking about 06, 07. Yeah. Oh, I'm talking about yeah, 05. So, like, right. they still, yeah, like, yeah. It, still was, it was getting away with it. Um, right. So, but uh, high school-wise, yeah, I definitely had, I mean, I had interesting coaches. I had cur- coaches that curse you out in the second. Um, mm-hmm. I had coaches that, uh, shoot, that will jack you up in practice. Like, you keep messing up or you talking out the side of your neck. They, these yeah. coaches not playing. Yeah. Um, you got coaches that's still in their early 20s, like, who you talking to? Like, they ready to fight you like they still in school. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, um, I definitely have a variety, but I will say that that variety of coaches allow me to understand how to navigate what type of coach I'm I'm going to be playing up under. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you have players coaches that want to make sure you're straight, to make sure you're good, make sure you have everything you need. Right. Those are coaches that's kind of like asking you questions beyond football. How you doing? You know, what's going on with you? How to hire everything at the house? Uh, then you have those coaches that care nothing, but they just care about football. You know what right. I mean? Hey, can you play? Are you, oh, you ain't, you ain't hurt. You, you ain't injured. You just hurt. Keep playing. You got those types yeah. of coaches, right? Yeah. Definitely had those. Um, had the ones that just knew football, like the back of their hand. Right. Um, and would snap if you wasn't performing to the ability that they, think you should be performing or when you made a mistake, right? Right. Um, but the beauty and all of it, man, you oh, let me say this too. You had coaches that were just straight pricks. Like, bro, why mm-hmm. are you why are you like that, man? You <laughs> horrible as a person. <laughs> yeah. Why you treat us like that, right? But you have those same coaches, you also have them ones that's like that, but they actually they it's kind of like a more of a firm hard type of love. Like they know you can do better and they don't hold you to anything less than that, right? And then right. those are the coaches that you find, the players' coaches and that type of coach is the one you find that you value later down the line because they didn't allow you to slack off on nothing. Even if they thought you was the best player, which at one point I was, you still rolling for the mistakes that you made in the game. So, like, for we sure. used to have to roll head first. For sure. 
<laughs> for every mistake, right? Yeah. So, you know, those type of things, those dudes holding you accountable is great. Like, you know, mm-hmm. then you still have those coaches that's kind of there just to try to relive their dreams of playing football because they didn't mm-hmm. reach what they thought they would reach, right? And mm-hmm. those are the ones that you kind of got to watch out for, man, because not every coach is a good person. Mm-hmm. I'm going to leave it at that. Now, every coach is a good yeah. person. They can be a great coach, but as a person, something is off. And, th- and those mm. are the ones that you don't want around your kids. Because just because mm. they know the game or they they it looks good a little bit, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. They'll bring in negative habits. They'll bring in a negative thought process, negative ways of communicating. And then they're giving this to your child. They're, they're right. And like not knowingly, they're not trying to make your child think like them or act like them because they don't even realize the impact of what they are. Um, mm-hmm. But they'll end up impacting your kid in a negative way, man. So I, have, I also had coaches like that that will talk to kids sideways and not realize, like, you need to stop. I've had right. coaches when I see them, and they're interacting with the youth like they're one of them. Like, yo, you're not in middle school. You're not in high school. Stop bickering. Stop fussing. Stop, stop cursing back and forth with them. They're not your friends. Like, right. you, can, you can become a friend later in time, but right now I got to be a coach. I'm still, I'm still going to be friendly with you, but I'm your coach. So to, at the end of the day, I have to have some type of uh, divide, and you got to know, respect your coach. And some, some guys don't know how to play that line, man, and they turn around and act just like a player. So it's sure. many different types you got to look out for. Man, high school coaches, it's not that can't, they can't do anything. It's, it's, it's what you desire to do. Hmm. It's not that you can't do anything. Let me say this first, and, and not necessarily in defense of high school coaches. Let me say this first. So people can realize it's always two it's two different perspectives that you have to consider. You can't just um, have one perspective without respecting the other. Remember, high school coaches a lot of time underpaid. Mm-hmm. Remember, they don't have a lot of money coming in. Definitely in Virginia, it's not well respected like it is maybe in Texas, Georgia, or Florida. Mm-hmm. So high school coaches are getting stipends, and the stipend can be like for thirteen hundred dollars to twenty five hundred dollars. But that's for after the season, and you get paid probably like in December or January. They don't pay you during the season, and that's the only stipend that you receive for the whole year. And if you're really in football, you understand that football is not, is not there is no such thing as an off-season in football. There's off-weeks. Other than that, in order to be the greatest team, you have to constantly put in work. You have to constantly be in the weight room, constantly working on speed and agility, constantly working on communication, constantly looking into your playbook. It is a lifelong, like, job when you actually are in this field. It's no days off for real, for real, Mm. right? It's no months off. It don't happen, Mm. all right? So these coaches, along with coaching, they turn around and you still got coaches that's fathers. You still got coaches that's teachers, gym teachers. They work a nine to five. They still got to provide for their household, their husband. Um, they're, they're women are in sports too. The women are in football, so they're a wife. They're a mother, you right? And they still have all these other responsibilities as well um, that right. come along with their responsibility of being a coach. So let me give you that perspective first because we're not going to just um, go in without right. people having a whole view of what's happening. So now you've got this coach that's underpaid that has to then find another way to make money and still have the title of coach, which if you don't respect the title of coach, I got to I gotta give you some, some perspective on this. A coach is not just a coach. It's just not a football coach. A football coach also turns around as a counselor, a therapist, transportation, mm-hmm. uncle, mm-hmm. aunt, father figure, mother figure, brother, sister. A coach is not limited to simply being a coach. So 
not, not enough people are putting respect on the title of coach. You got to understand that when you do this job, it comes with so much responsibility with the youth that if you are not in the right space yourself mentally, then you will not be able to give them what they need. I hope you all understand that. Right. So now with all this being said and all this you have to carry with you while still being a mother, a father, a husband, a wife, you know what I mean? You turn around and these youth, impressionable youth are looking at you for guidance. Right. And if you don't have the knowledge or the information or the resources or network, you're going to end up dropping the ball on getting them to the places they really can make it happen and get to. Right. Um, so these coaches sometimes are caught up in their own life. So they can't, they don't, they're not necessarily giving any more to the youth because a lot of times this recruiting takes time outside of what you're doing with the X's and O's. That's why, again, trainers are so important. These, these sports specific coaches, these uh, position specific coaches are so vital. DB specialists, wide receiver specialists, quarterback specialists, and engineers, right? They're so important because they teach these athletes just subtle nuances to bring their game to the next level within their ability. They teaching right. them throwing mechanics. They teaching them right back pedal movements, how to break, how to read. I'm talking about breaking down their position to a science, right? They're so needed. But the position coach isn't necessarily just teaching that. The position coach, for the most part, is teaching, all right, this is the system that we're doing. This is the team that we're playing against. Mm. This is how we're going to play them. Mm. Y'all see the difference, right? Mm. This person get to break, down, break it down to a science and spend the time for that. This position coach over here is like, yo, let me get you prepared for the next team that we're going against. How are you going to play them? All right, let me get you prepared for this uh, wide receiver that's 6'6". Six, six. This is how we got to play him. We're going to double this. We're going to run cloud over here. We're going to double him. We're going to have man on the back. Whatever. They're they playing it like that, right? So it's a, it's a fine balance between how to be able to plan in the numbers, the X's and O's, and then turn around, let me help you plan for your life. And this is where they're yeah. dropping the ball at. If you cannot help somebody plan for their life as an athlete, you should turn around and get a coach that helps with that. You shouldn't do it yourself, right? It's too much to hold on to. But again, as I said before, coaches aren't paid well. So now you got to hope for somebody to come in and volunteer and give them their time to already have everything else in order um, with their life, right? So they don't have to necessarily have to ask you for pay. But these Without this in order, without somebody with a, a plan, a strategy, without being able to delegate these type of responsibilities to people, it's going to be so many athletes that's so talented, so gifted, so smart, that's going to miss opportunity because the coach on their staff aren't helping them. Mm. They, they either mm. lack the knowledge, they lack the help, they lack the resources, they lack the money, or they just don't desire to do that. All they care about is winning games. Mm. And you will have those programs is this all they care about. They'll have your son sitting here playing defense end when he's a defensive back. Right. They'll have your, your son sitting here playing yep. center when he's supposed to be playing another position. He's too undersized. And don't get me wrong, some programs got to make sacrifices because they might not have the players. But right. at the end of the day, as a coach, we also got to do due diligence to go out there and go recruit players. And that's another thing I want to say prior to is that if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you may be listening. I want to thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.